Hello and welcome to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. This is the place that you come to be inspired, to get motivated, and hopefully to find some actionable tools, some resources, so that you can become empowered to get up off of that mat, to start believing in yourself, to shed shame and guilt, to start becoming the best version of you possible. It is the place where you find wisdom and insight and perspectives to help you live courageously. Today, we are going to talk about the participation trophy and what I think has been a very negative thing, and it's kind of changed the psyche of people and why I think it is not a good thing. Let me explain. First of all, if you're not familiar with a participation trophy, it is the little trophy that is given to children who are on losing teams in sports. Now, that might seem okay at first glance, but let me explain. Now, the first time that I came across this was I can't remember which of my kids were playing which sport because they played quite a few, and they were young, absolutely, but our team was terrible, and we came in last place. Now, it's important for you to understand that all of us parents were very motivating during those times and encouraging, and, and we didn't like seeing our kids lose. I hated that. I hated to see them upset. Sometimes they would cry. Nobody likes to see that. So anyway, at the end of the first year, the moms all got together, and when they got to me, they said, you know, we were collecting money for the, for the trophy. And I said, trophy? What trophy? We came in last place. You can't get a trophy for last place. <laughs> What's going on here? And they explained to me, well, you know, we don't want the kids to feel bad. It's a way of giving them a reward for participating. And I said, what are you talking about? The reward is participating. I mean, there are kids out there that can't even afford to do this, that don't have the ability to, to play on a team. You've got to be kidding me. And, you know, I, I did understand what they were trying to do, but I knew that those trophies would be absolutely meaningless. And they were. The only trophies that my kids ever really liked and felt proud of were those when they were on teams that they won. And... So once again, I just think it's an overkill, first of all, for us to be rewarding kids for coming in last place. Here's the deal, my friends. In life, in competition, whenever you're in a situation where there is competition, there will be winners and there will be losers. This doesn't mean that you are a loser. It just meant that you lost that particular competition. And what's wrong with that? Why are we so afraid of perceived failure or losing? It's a part of life. There are actually some incredible benefits of losing, even though it feels terrible. But let's face it, most of our lessons, if not all of them, are painful. They don't feel good at the time. But that's how we build character. When we lose, we learn. It requires us to dig down deep and pull up something that we're made of, that we may not have even known was in there. And that is even with children. It's an opportunity to build re resilience, to look inside and outside of ourselves and make changes. We grow, we improve, we become more. That's what losing does, even if it feels terrible at the time. 
And so, you know, going back to that participation trophy, it just didn't make sense to me. And maybe, you know, it was easier for me to say, hey, wait a minute, because I came from a hockey family. In fact, my stepdad was a professional hockey player before he married my mom, but he was a hockey coach for 25 years and all three of my brothers played hockey. And so we were used to that competition. And sometimes we lost. And when we lost, we didn't like and it didn't feel good. But you know what it did? It caused those players to come back even more determined the next season. More determined that this time they were going to win. And so I think if sometimes if we soften the blow too much, it's all well intended. But if we soften the blow too much, we prevent our kids from learning those lessons that I talked about. And you know, we can apply this. I'm talking about the participation trophy in particular because I think it's kind of, it's moved through as people get older. It's kind of created this culture where we want to protect our children to the point now they're adults. Some of them are well into adulthood. And as parents, we're still trying to protect them. We're still trying to soften the blow. We're still not wanting them to lose. We're not wanting them to fail, even though it's a valuable part of life. Listen. It's good to be sensitive to other people. I mean, I watched The Voice, the singing competition. My husband, Rich, and I, both of us, when they show somebody who's not going to have any chairs turned around for them, it makes me feel terrible. I always fast forward through those parts because it just makes me sad. So I don't want you to think I'm cold and callous and don't have any feelings. It does make me feel bad. But even sadness and disappointment are a part of life. You know, when we soften the blow, when we have that participation trophy mentality, we keep people from facing the truth very often. We prevent them from learning those lessons that I mentioned before. You know, that was digging down deep, looking inside and outside of yourself, and then making some changes, modifying behaviors, becoming more disciplined. Those opportunities to build resilience, determination, that's where we grow, we improve, we become more. Like I mentioned with those hockey teams, when they did lose, have a losing season, man, they were more determined to work harder the next year. And so we're preventing people from doing that when we have this participation trophy mentality. We also can give people a false sense of their talents and abilities. Let's face it, we don't all have the same talents and abilities. And that, you know, when we prop people up, and make them think they're good at something that they're not, we're not. We're actually doing them a disservice because we're preventing them from moving on and finding those things that they are really good at, that they can excel at, because everybody has them. That's not a good thing to coddle people to that point where we're preventing them from going out and finding what they're good at. Now, this is kind of funny. It reminds me of a time when my kids were young and my daughter... Jamie had a really great singing voice. She was a little songbird. I guess she got that from my mother because she certainly did not get it from me. I cannot sing. In fact, my mother used to remind me, you can't carry a tune in a bucket. And you know what? That hurt. I didn't like that. But she was right. And it was probably something I needed to know. In any case, uh, my because I didn't like how that felt, I used to tell Sean, sing, sing away, even though he didn't have a great singing voice when he was young. He's actually a lot better now. But he didn't have a great singing voice when he was a little kid. Well, who does, really? 
Um, and so I would tell him, oh, you just sing away. And Jamie would say, mom, you know he's not a good singer. Why do you tell him that? And I said, because I want him to sing. I'm not telling him that he's going to become a professional singer. We're not to that point. But I don't want him to be reluctant to sing in front of people because we're not looking for perfection here. So remember, that's something different. That wasn't a competition. That was singing around the house. When it comes to competing in sports or for a position at work, those types of things, somebody is going to come out on top and somebody else is not. And that's just the way it is. And if we try to make people think this isn't the way it is, aren't they going to be in for a big shock when the real world slaps them in the face? It's okay to try and fail. How are you going to know what you're good at? How are you going to develop your abilities? How are you going to become better at anything if you don't just try? And even if you're really good at something that is your calling, you're still going to have failures along the way. And that's fine. My husband, Rich, likes to say, there is no failure, only feedback. So see, that's not the same as that participation trophy mentality. What he's saying is, okay, you failed, but really, if you look at the lessons learned, then maybe it isn't really failure. Maybe it's feedback. Too much protection of people makes them weak. And I'm not talking about running around being a tough guy or a tough woman, but courage is something we are so lacking in our society today. And, and from my perspective, it appears to me that people are just becoming weaker and weaker mentally and emotionally for sure. I'm not suggesting that we feed people to the wolves, that we don't stick up for people who need protection. We don't have people's backs. Of course, I'm all about that. But too much coddling is not healthy. What ends up happening is that we kind of sometimes fall in line, even if we don't believe in something. And I did stand up to those moms about the participation trophy, but I was in such a minority and I didn't want my kids to feel bad that they weren't able to go to the year-end party where we were celebrating last place. I don't know. I just, I really felt as if, back to what I said earlier, it's an, a privilege for our kids to participate in sports. That is the trophy. That is the reward. We, we don't need to coddle them. I honestly think that if the kids, especially when they're really young, if we just gave them some positive encouragement and said, you know what, it's okay, look at what you learned, you had fun, let's talk about next year, they would be okay. It's the parents that feel like they need a participation trophy. It's the parents that feel like they need to come around and coddle them. I believe that kids are a lot more resilient and stronger than we give them credit for being. And when we start this out early, it's unhealthy. And again, I'm not trying to pick on young parents who are doing this. This has become a thing now. Back when I was against it, it was a brand new thing. At least I think it was. And so, but it, even so, I fell in line too. It's interesting because I ran into a guy the other day and he brought the participation trophy up and he, he's completely against it too. And his kids are in their 20s, very well-adjusted kids. But he told me that he was so against it that he did not have them participate at the end of the year party. He just didn't have them go. You know, they got through it. He just said he did not want to teach them that. He did not. He wants them to understand that that is part of life. And I respected him for having the courage to do that. So check out this blog post that I did um, a few months ago called How Drone Parenting is Hurting Our Children. I think that 
it's something that'll really resonate with you, especially if this type of message helped is helping you or giving you some perspective. And by the way, this is not just about children and their trophies. This is about kind of a culture that we now have in society in general. And so I, and I also want to give you some encouragement if you feel as if you have lost, you've tried and failed. I don't want you to feel like a loser. I want you to, and, and, and I also don't want to give you a participation trophy. Your trophy is the participation. It's the learning. It's the lessons. Remember that it's okay to try and fail. We learn to get back up. You hear me talk all the time about getting up off of the mat. It is a skill that is sorely lacking. People fall down on that mat and they stay there because they haven't learned how to become resilient, how to have enough confidence and belief in themselves to get back up. When we try and fail or we participate and we don't win first place, it's okay. We become stronger. We build resilience. This is where we develop our character. I will see you on the next episode of Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. In the meantime, I want you to always remember that your story matters. So live it courageously.